Unless otherwise indicated, Ratchet Book Club is intended for a mature audience. Viewer discretion is greatly advised. Welcome to Ratchet Book Club, where we read hood classics and good classics. I'm Derek. 916-633-1537. Ratchet Book Club on Twitter. Ratchetandratchet at gmail.com is the email address. So in the last episode, we uh, saw that Dela was planning on um, getting with um, Annalise to spite Zakia. And then we found out that um, Annalise wasn't down for that until she was down for it. And now she's looking at him a whole different way because he can cook and, you know, he can do stuff that her man don't do. If you show him to the subway, he'll probably go down. I still don't understand what that means. I mean, I know what it means to go down. I mean, I'm not fucking stupid. I just mean that phrase as a whole that Joe said. I mean, he says, and I quote, I'll light a thousand candles all around. Show me to the subway. I'll go down. Are, so, are vaginas a subway? The pussy's a subway? Like, are you, like, I mean, I mean, okay, cool, cool. If you had said, show me to the elevator, I'll go down, that would have worked within the context. If you had said, show me to the escalator, I'll go down, that works within the context. But in this context, when you say, show me to the subway, you should say, I'm going to eat fresh. That's how this really should have worked. So you missed an opportunity there, Joe. But once she realized all the things that her man wouldn't do, like cook and actually pay attention to her, she was like, Dalo, you know, he's okay in my book. Now it's probably going to take like three more chapters before he gets it. And in those three more chapters, I hope Michaela gets divorced from Joe because honestly, Joe in the book is way better than Michaela deserves. She deserves Joe, the singer. The one who's looking for the subway so he could go down instead of um, putting some, you know, Chipotle sauce on that shit and just. <laughs> I'm fucking with you, but I'm really not. I wouldn't put Chipotle sauce on it, but you know, got it. You got to lick it before you stick it. Okay, sorry, that's old school too. Anyways, chapter seven. Gavin's punk ass. That's his full name. Um, Within two days, I was able to move around enough money to get the paperwork moving on a nice Victorian house in North Portland. It was an older structure that was fully remodeled on the inside. It had so many new gadgets that the previous owner probably went broke hooking the place up. 
The only thing left to do on it was a basement bathroom and drywalls. That was nothing compared to the price I was getting it for. When can we move in? Zakia whined. It's only Sunday, and there was only so much I can get accomplished on the weekend. Be patient. We're going to be good in a few weeks. A few fucking weeks in this damn dump, Gavin? I told you I wasn't bringing the kids here. I have to pick them up tonight. <sighs> Arguing with Zakia was the last thing that I want to do. I just need to get her somewhere comfortable so I can get back to Houston and handle my business there. Look, I'm going to put you at the residence inn by the Lloyd Center. They have a one bedroom with a loft and a full kitchen. Put the kids downstairs and you stay in the bed in the loft so you can still hear them. They have a safety latch on the door that's positioned high enough that they can't get out. They know better, Zakia smiled as she shoved all her stuff into the duffel. The rest was still piled in the rental. She was ready to go within ten minutes. Shaking my head, I led her out to the car and then went to the front desk to check out. Getting my money back for the extra days I paid for was easier than I thought. I didn't even have to request it. Thanks, Gavin, Zakia smiled as we drove off and headed to the northeast. Now that she was acting calm and being nice, I kept quiet about me leaving until we checked into the residence inn. Still smiling from ear to ear, Zakia thanked me over and over. This is more like it. Clean and new, she sang and danced around the living room with a suite. Good. I'm glad you're cool with it. We're going to go get the kids and now i got to fly back to Houston for the week. i got to wrap up everything and make it back there to close on the house. Why can't I come with you, she begged. Uh, the kids, I reminded her. Uh, Brenda. Already paid for this room, and I'm not paying for tickets and another room. If you want to go out to Houston, this ain't going to be the time, baby. I broke it to her gently because I knew if I came off too harshly, she would start tripping again. Damn, I guess you're right, Gavin, but don't get to Houston and take forever to come back. I have a doctor's appointment week after next, and I want you to go with me. I ain't gonna miss that shit, I promise, with no intentions on not being there for her and this baby. I already accepted it was my responsibility, and now that the cat was out the bag and Annalise knew, there was no need to hide it. Hurrying to get Zakia taken care of, I ran her by the grocery store, took her to pick up her kids, and then dropped them off at the inn. That left me with enough time to drop by Annalise's house before I jetted to the airport. For the past two days, Zakia had been riding me so tough that I hadn't been able to call my wife or drive past there for the two of us to have a conversation. My mind was going crazy wondering what the hell she was thinking. Yeah, she told me she wanted a divorce, but damn, we hadn't even sat down to discuss shit and she was already making bold moves like the money she took out of our joint account. I should have known she was going to do that though. I mean, had the shoe been on the other foot, I probably would have done the exact same thing. It was cool though. I was good in the financial department, with or without Annalise. Where I know that car from? I whispered to myself as I crept past her house. At the corner, I stopped and thought about it, then hit a U-turn and went right back. Is that Zakia's baby daddy's whip? Sure enough, when I parked and walked up on the property, I saw for sure that it was that nigga Dalo's ride. My anger rose just thinking about what the fuck that nigga was doing up in there. He didn't know Annalise. Or did he? Curiosity didn't take long to get the best of me because I went right up on the door and pounded like I was a fucking police. Kicked that motherfucker too. I didn't give a damn if I was cheating on her. She was still my wife and she had no business having no other man over here. 
Who the fuck beating on the door like that? Dalo asked. He was opening the door. What the fuck was really going on? This nigga was comfortable enough with my wife that he was opening the door to her house now. Oh, hell no. That shit wasn't sitting right with me at all. No matter what the fuck I did or didn't do, this shit right here was not right. Whoa, buddy. Dalo shouted with his hands up. I ain't got no gun, nor do I need one dealing with your young ass. You ain't nothing but a fucking kid, I said, mean mugging him. Same age as a kid, so I guess I ain't that young, he clowned, making me want to snatch his ass out the house. Lucky for him, Annalise and Michaela came running to the door, drunk and giggling like something was funny. Contrary to how they were feeling, I didn't find shit humorous at all. Who is it? Annalise slurred. I guess it's for you, Dalo announced he stepped aside for my wife to cuss me out. What the fuck are you doing here, Gavin? She barked angrily. I told you I was going to come back over here and talk to you, I reminded her drunk ass. I told you that there was nothing to fucking talk about. I'm done with your trifling ass. You want to mess with that bitch as a kid behind my back and now that I know about y'all, you want to bring your ass back over here. We need to talk. We ain't got to talk about shit. I told you to talk to my lawyer, she said in a slurred tone. Yeah, talk to her lawyer, nigga, Michaela chimed in. Damn, nigga. Look like your ass ain't wanted around here, Dalo clowned. Shut up, punk, I barked. Ooh, punk. Is that the best you got, old man? Dalo continued to clown while Michaela and Annalise cracked up. Annalise continued to go off, putting all my business out there and had me feeling so low and stupid I started questioning myself about why I came over here in the first place. Oh, but I wasn't the only one who was mad after she let that last secret out. Gonna come over here worried about what the hell I'm doing when you got that bitch you call my sister pregnant, Annalise yelled. My attention shifted to Dalo just in time to see his eyes nearly buck out of his damn head. Now I was getting my just satisfaction to see this nigga sweat. What'd you say, Lisey? He asked Annalise, using her nickname. Just how close were they for him to be calling my wife that? Only family or close friends called her by that name. I said, your baby mom is pregnant with my husband's baby. That's what the fuck I said, and that's why I'm about to divorce this loser and be a picky chooser, and I choose you. Annalise pointed at Dalo, who was still looking dumbfounded. It didn't take him long to bounce back, though. He looked at my wife with a slick grin. I got you, babes, but I'm still tripping off what you're saying. Zakia's pregnant again when she was on the shot? That bitch gotta be lying, he insisted. I don't know who's lying about what, but I'm not about to stand here and entertain any of it. Like I said, Gavin, you'll be hearing from my divorce attorney. Annalise laughed and slammed the door in my face, but not before I got to see that dumb look on Dalo's face one last time. He may have known how to get under my skin, but now I knew his weakness too. He still had love for Zakia, but it was too late, and I was about to rub it in his face when I got the chance. Just, just not in front of Annalise. Taking my sweet time, I walked back to my car with a lot on my mind. Annalise seriously had this nigga up in the house. How that shit happened? I didn't know, but I was going to find out. She wasn't about to punish me for the shit I was doing when she was doing the same damn thing. This shit crazy, I spoke to myself, not able to decide how to feel about it all. I didn't know if I was hurt, 
mad or relieved. Reaching my car, I hit the locks when I felt someone running up behind me. Turned around defensive mode, I saw it was Dalo. Man, I ain't come out here to fight you. I just wanted to let you know that Zakia was on that shot, so there ain't no way she could be carrying a baby, he tried to convince me. Yeah, I busted out laughing right in his face. How the hell you know when the last time she took that shot? Weren't you locked up? I shot sarcastically. Not that it's any of your business. I was just trying to save you from doing some shit you might regret because you believe that girl is pregnant when she ain't. Dalo repeated as I got in my car and rolled down the window. Any other time? I probably would believe you. But since I got the news from the doctor himself, I ain't got much of a choice now, do I? You motherfucker! Dalo shouted and lunged at the car, but he wasn't fast enough. Peeling out, I flipped that nigga to bird and laughed all the way to the airport and boarded my flight on time. The reality of everything hit me once the plane took off. I thought I was clowning Dalo by telling him that Zakia was indeed pregnant, and even though I was happy to become a dad, the baby mama had me feeling some kind of way. Zakia yapped and nagged all the damn time now. I couldn't imagine how she would behave once she gave birth to my kid. But now, thinking about Annalise? That nigga probably fucking the shit out of my wife right now, I mumbled under my breath in frustration. No matter how many different ways things played out in my head, the outcome was always fucked up. Either way it went, I was gonna lose. Closing my eyes, I slept the entire flight in peace. But all that went to shit when I landed in Houston and took my cell off airplane mode. Every message that I had was from Zakia. Without even opening any of them, I assumed right off the Dalo would let her know that he knew she was pregnant. Fucked up thing about it all was that it was putting Zakia in danger. Texting instead of calling, I instructed her to stay put until I got back. That meant not to run the streets like she was used to doing. Just as long as she stayed in that damn suite, she should be safe. She had an unborn baby to think about, so if she wanted to be hard-headed and have a soft ass, she couldn't blame me when she got beat and possibly lost our baby. If she did that shit, she could kiss every part of our relationship goodbye, and that right there, I wasn't playing about. Oh, didn't take long for Annalise to decide that she chose Dalo, like he a fucking Pokemon. I choose you! Gangster nigga? Like, I, I don't think he's a gangster, though. I think that the nigga's like a sensitive-ass gel bait, gel... Speaking of jailbait, that nigga called Annalise, or he called Dalo young, and Dalo was like, yeah, me and Annalise the same age. I told you that nigga was a creeper. Told you so. Because Zakia's younger than Dalo. By a lot. That nigga, you know, might be on something too. I don't know, but we ain't there right now. We talking about Gavin's punk ass. Gavin done fucked around and now he wondering if the baby's really his again. When he talked to the doctor. Was he saying that just a lie? Because I don't remember that at all. I don't remember no doctor being in this conversation. I just remember her saying, I was pregnant and used the pappy. That ain't how she really said it. White folks don't laugh at that part. That's fucked up. Black folks, you can laugh though. White people, you can't laugh when I use the slave tone. I didn't mean to do that. That just just redact that shit in your head, white people. Don't be laughing at that. And I don't want you going to work telling people. If you go to work and tell people you listen to Ratchet Book Club, that's cool, white people. But if you go to work and you try and do the voices I use, you're probably going to get beat up if you use that tone. Don't do that. Don't be going around like, I, baby, it's pappy. That's to get the slappy. Then you won't be happy. <laughs> Might get hit too hard. Got to take a nappy. <laughs>
Okay, I'm done. Chapter 8, Zakia. My cell started ringing and thinking it was Gavin returning my call. I picked up without even looking at the caller ID. Hey, babe. Hey, babe, huh? Dela barked on the phone angrily. Date so. Yo fucking ass pregnant now, huh, Zakia? You pregnant for that fucking square ass nigga? He continued. Huh? Date? I just need a fucking yes or no. How? Yes or no, Zakia? You let that motherfucker get you pregnant, bitch. And where the fuck you have my damn kids, huh? Oh, so now you worried about the kids. While your ass was locked up, I've been out here handling business taking care of our kids while myself. I explained clearly enough for him to understand. Bitch, don't fucking come at me like that. You ask him to get fucked up for real. Well, don't come at me like that. You pregnant, Zakia? Dalo asked. That's all I want to know. Why does it matter to you? Because if you're pregnant by that nigga, I'm going to fuck you up. All the way up. You heard me? He threatened. Without responding, I hung up right in that nigga's face. What he wanted me to say? I had no idea at all. Shaking those factors from my mind, I immediately called Brenda because I needed to know she had ratted me out. If she did, it was going to be nothing nice. Brenda! Dalo knows I'm pregnant! I screamed, ready to cry. Girl, how you know and how would he have found out? He just called and threatened me. What did he say? He said that when he caught me, he was going to beat this baby out of me, I confessed, still shaking from his threats. Well, he got to catch you first. You said the room ain't in your name, so we can't hunt you down. Why are you even worried about it? You know how small Portland is. It is? It's, it's small? Wait, I mean, I guess so. The population of Portland, Oregon is 653,115 as of 2018. But the percentage of black people out there is 6.3%. So I guess that's why she's saying it's small because... Ain't that, that ain't a lot of niggas. All right. I mean, majority of them play for the basketball team. <laughs> I mean, but it's still a big city because, fuck it, there's 730,400 people in fucking Seattle. There's 881,549. There's 653,000 people in Portland. Nigga, it ain't that small. It ain't small at all. Shut the fuck up. There's more people in Portland than there is in Salem. That ain't saying much, but still. Everybody knows everybody in Portland. No the fuck they don't if there's 653,000 people out there. I can see you one day and won't see you again for the rest of my life. What you find with me? Because fuck y'all niggas. How I know the housekeeper or the receptionist or somebody don't know Dalo? See? Now you being paranoid. That nigga don't got no connection except for some commissary runs in lockup, Berinda Clown, making me laugh too. But I straightened right up because I knew what Dalo was capable of. He didn't sound right, Berinda. When I talked to him, he sounded so fucking upset he had me shaking and shit. He better not touch you, girl, she huffed. I just want to know how the hell he could have known about the shit, I told her. I mean, he don't know Gavin or Annalise, so who could have... Nah, don't go there as a kid because I put that on my dead granny that I ain't told nobody about your pregnancy. No body. You swear, Berinda? I swear to you, Zakia. After the shit that happened last time, I wouldn't dare talk about your business, she promised. The truth was that I believed her. But if she didn't tell anyone, how the hell could Dalo have found out? Did you ask Gavin if he mentioned it to anyone else? He don't talk to nobody here in Portland. Not that I know of. And he won't answer my call, so I can't even ask him. 
I sulked in frustration. Maybe he ain't made it back to Texas yet. Didn't you say he just left? Oh, he's back. He'll text me but not pick up. I don't know what the hell's going on. I just don't need any problems from Dalo. Well, outside of the kids, you don't have to deal with him. Yeah, that sounds good, but you know Dalo. Now that he knows that I'm pregnant, he's out for me. Get his ass before he gets you. Let's go find him. Girl, I got the kids. I'm finna stay my ass right here in this room and order up all the shit I need with this credit card Gavin left me. I ain't leaving. Deshaun gotta go to school and Daylinda gotta go to daycare. Yo ass is tripping. No, my ass is being safe, I told her. Well, I'll pick him up in the morning, drop him off and bring him back. They ain't about to stay there in the room with you all day watching you go crazy. Brenda was right and I was thankful to have her as my best friend. I didn't know what I would have done without her. If I can count on anyone to be there when I need it, it was definitely her. That was why she was a godmother to both my children. If something ever happened to me, I was confident she'd be able to raise them. What the hell is going on and how did Dalo find out, I asked myself as I hung up with Brenda and tried calling Gavin again. When he still didn't answer, he had me wondering if he was cheating on me now. I mean, why not answer the damn phone? When he was cheating on Annalise with me, he wouldn't answer her calls. Now, the shoe was on the other foot. He wasn't with me and was ignoring my calls. I hated feeling like I was being cheated on, but what did I expect from a nigga who was good at cheating? Told to stay put by Gavin. I knew better than to leave that room, but I needed to know if that bitch really left my stuff outside. It was storming like crazy earlier, and there were some important things that I didn't want ruined or lost. I swear... If this bitch really put my shit out in this fucking rain, I fuss as I hit up Uber and got a driver to come scoop me and the kids up. Before our ride got there, I had a chat with both Deshaun and Daylinda because I needed them on their best behavior. Kids, we're going for a ride. We're not going to be in me or Gavin's car, so I need y'all to act like you got some good sense. No cutting up, okay? I instructed. Okay, mommy, Deshaun replied with that innocent look as we walked to the front of the inn. The driver pulled in just as we reached the end of the parking lot. Opening the back door, the kids and I got in the car and then I strapped their seatbelts in before doing the same with mine. Heading in the direction I gave them, the driver let me know that it would be 30 minutes before we arrived at our destination. That was enough time for me and the kids to sit back and make ourselves comfortable. As we enjoyed the scenery and talked about how it all of a sudden stopped raining, I realized we were exiting the highway. Annalise's house was near and I started getting anxious. When he got to the street that the house is on, I sat up to see if my shit was outside, but ignored it completely once I spotted my baby daddy vehicle out front. I couldn't believe it, and what was so cold about it, it was parked right next to my shit that was piled up in the dirt next to the driveway. The nerve of this motherfucker. What the fuck was he doing over here? Why the hell did he have his ass posted up over here when I wasn't even here? Yeah, Dalo had a lot of fucking heart for pulling this one. Do you need me to drop you off, ma'am? The driver asked, forcing me to make some quick decisions. Now, if I had stayed, then I would have had to fight everybody up in that house. And with me carrying this baby and my kids with me, that was out of the question. It wasn't the time or place, but best believe that I would handle the shit just as soon as I got the chance. Ma'am, the driver repeated. I pay for a round trip, so please just take me back where you picked me up. I ordered with an attitude, causing the driver to stab it off. 
Mommy, why are we going home? Deshaun asked, making shit worse. The last thing I wanted to explain to my son was why the mean lady took my daddy's house. Baby, we don't live there anymore, I told him, hoping that was a good enough answer to hush him up. But it wasn't. Then, then why was daddy's car there? He questioned, making me even madder. You know what, Deshaun? I really don't know, sweetheart, but I'm going to find out. Rocking in my seat, trying to stop from trembling in anger. I stayed quiet until the driver dropped us off at the end. I tried to stay quiet too, y'all. I'm sorry. I wasn't going to say this, but how the fuck he know what his daddy's car looked like? Ain't this nigga like six? Nigga, I barely know what my auntie's car looked like. Like, your daddy been in prison, prison. Like, locked up Akon style. You see his car once in a parole hearing. How you know what his car looked like? Ain't she gonna explain to him that people have cars and somebody else might have the same car as your daddy? That nigga's car ain't unique. My daddy's car. Nigga, you don't know that. Nigga, that's my car. We play that game all the time, right? Car drive past. That's my car. That ain't your daddy's car. That's that's somebody else's car. That just it just looked like your daddy's car, nigga. Sit down and watch your backyardigans. I don't, I don't know. I, I fucking panicked on that one. I didn't know what kids listen to or watch right now at that age. Paw Patrol. Nigga, shut the fuck up and watch Paw Patrol. I didn't mean to tell you to shut the fuck up. You want some McDonald's? Little kids love McDonald's. They stupid. I'm not saying kids are stupid. I'm just saying that y'all parents are pushing on them the myth that McDonald's is fucking good. And y'all should cut that shit out. Because when they get to be like 12 and 13, they ain't going to like that no more. And then what you going to do? Then what you got? They ain't even got the, the orange juice anymore. They ain't got the orange high C no more. Why the fuck are you taking your kids there? That's fucked up. Those ain't even potatoes. The fries, I mean, not the drink. Like, that would be just weird if the drink wasn't potatoes. Like, fucking duh, the drink isn't potatoes. But you know what? After I tipped him a 10 for his trouble, I got the kids inside, fed them, gave them their baths, and put them to bed. By the time I was done, I was exhausted. But I wasn't too tired to check Dalo's ass. Like, how the fuck did he call himself checking me about my pregnancy when he had his ass over there with Annalise? What the fuck was he even doing there? I needed to know. I wanna know. That's the same nigga that goes to the subway but don't eat fresh. Running up the stairs to the loft of the suite, I sat on the edge of the bed and hit Dalo's cell up. He answered on the third ring. What? He asked. Don't be answering with no fucking attitude, nigga. I just found out you're doing as much fucking dirt as me, so you ain't got no reason to have no damn attitude with me, so you better check yourself, I fussed. Bitch, what the fuck do you want? Oh, you still call me a bitch, huh? Your baby mama's a bitch, huh, Dalo? I asked. Fucking right, you a bitch, and you ain't my baby mama no more. You the bitch that gave birth to my seeds. Now what the fuck you want? Because unless they got something to do with my kids, miss me with the bullshit. I'm trying to figure out what the fuck you doing in my daddy's house if I ain't there. Huh? The fuck you doing there, Dalo? Especially at this time of night. Ain't too many things open at this hour. Well, you know what they say, and I'm damn sure I ain't a 7-Eleven the only other thing open is some legs, Daylo Clown, then busted out laughing. Yo, yo, I know you ain't trying to check me anyhow after you had that nigga all up in your damn guts in this same fucking house at that, ho. What you doing over there, Daylo? You fucking her, you don't even know the bitch. 
Don't ask me shit about what I'm doing. Go jump on that nigga dick and fuck off. He yelled harshly and then he hung up on me. Even more pissed now than I was before I called, I stood up and paced the floor. No matter how hard I tried, I couldn't keep still. How the hell he just hung up on me like that? I grunted, not understanding why I was even so mad about that shit. It's the dirty way he went about it. Both of them were messy as fuck. Dalo and Annalise were only doing that shit to get back at me, but stunts like that always had a tendency to blow up in one's face. Yeah, like you, fucking Gavin. <laughs> they had better tread lightly when fucking around in this crazy love circle because there wasn't shit fair about it. It's a circle? I mean, there's four of them, so technically it's a square. I mean, plus Gavin's a square-ass nigga, so it makes sense. Yeah, we're going to call it a love square. It ain't a, it ain't a love circle. If, a, if it was a love circle, then somewhere along that line, they'd all be fucking one another. And, yeah, so it's a square. But I guess I still connected. So this shit don't make no sense anyway. Fuck that shit. I guess now I know how Dalo found out that I was pregnant. That bitch Annalise got a big-ass mouth with her funky ass. I huffed. The next time we saw each other and I wasn't pregnant, I planned on whooping her ass the way I did when we first met. She got some good hits on me that last time, but I still beat her ass. True enough, there was no man worthy of fighting for, and that wasn't why I wanted to put hands on Annalise. It was strictly because she was disrespectful to me and put her hands on me first. Okay, I guess that's not really the truth, because if she hadn't swallowed me first, I probably still would have popped her fucking ass, at the least. Okay! I put that in there. I'm proud of that shit. I've been. I didn't work on that at all. That just. That's. That's from the heart. Okay. See, I can't even do it again. See. See. Okay. Okay. I did it again. That means I'm good at it now. <laughs> Crown me, motherfuckers. I wonder what the hell they doing over there at this time of night. Anyway, I whispered to myself as I sat back down on that bed to call Gavin. And lucky for him, he finally picked up. Why haven't you been answering my calls? Are you fucking somebody else out there in Texas too, Gavin? I asked. What are you talking about, Zakia? I've been calling you since you landed earlier and I haven't heard from you once. That's not true. I sent you a couple text messages since I got back to Houston. He reminded me with a funky ass attitude. Well, guess what? I had one too. I called, Gavin. Why didn't you just pick up the damn phone? I was busy, Zakia. I did tell you that I was coming back out here to handle business. Do you think I came out here to just twiddle my damn thumbs? No, but what if it was an emergency? It wasn't though, was it? He checked being all snappy and shit. What if it was? Are we going to keep doing that or will you just tell me why you've been blowing up my phone? He asked. Did you know Dalo was spending time with your wife? I questioned, waiting for a shocked response, but instead this nigga wanted to play dumb. What? I drove past her house. I thought I told you to stay put. He cut me off. I was going stir crazy in this damn room. I had to get out of here. Why are you stressing yourself out for no damn reason? Are you trying to lose the baby? Of course not, I cried. Why the hell would he ask me such a stupid question? So you aren't trying to lose a baby and stress causes miscarriages. So what are you doing? I'm sorry. I just wanted to see if she had put my stuff out like she said she would. I told you I'd buy you all new stuff. Some of that stuff has sentimental value, Gavin. It can't be replaced, I lied. 
everything that had sentimental value was already tucked away. <laughs> then you should have gotten it before you got thrown out. Did you hear what I said? Your wife is fucking my baby daddy, I shrieked. Forgive me if I'm wrong, but I thought I was your baby daddy, he said with a hint of an attitude. You are, but you know what I mean. Why are you still worried about that nigga anyway? The fuck you need me for if you're still in love with him? I'm not in love with him anymore. Another lie. If you aren't in love with him, then why mention it? So you don't care if he's fucking Annalise, I asked. No. I don't give a damn about what they have going on over there. That's their business. I'm trying to concern myself with you and that baby you carrying. If you're so worried about your baby daddy, then call his ass, he said and hung up on me. Gavin. Gavin. I know this nigga did not just hang up on me. Pulling the phone away from my ear, I stared at a blank screen. I couldn't believe that nigga hung up on me. What the fuck was wrong with these niggas who kept hanging up on me? Bitches, I snapped angrily. Y'all kids will never know the experience of really hanging up on a nigga. Like, the experience is greatness. Y'all can't hang up on niggas because you got to push buttons. Like, you try and push hard. Like, uh, uh, uh. But it used to be you could hang up on a nigga. Like, clack, clack, clack. And they used to have these pay phones. And so you could slam the, the receiver down on the pay phone over and over again because it wasn't your shit. So niggas would know that you meant business. You could just hang up on everybody. Goodbye. Clack, clack. Now it's goodbye, poke, gentle prod, ping, ping, ping. It ain't the same. Oh, shit. We going into that old uh, fast forward into the future shit that they did in Old Thought Next Door. Check that out if you haven't already. Chapter 9, Daylo, one month later. The past four weeks, I have been spending every day with Annalise. Even though she wanted to admit that we were dating because we hadn't had sex yet, me giving her all my time had to come for something. After getting over that awkward period, I was starting to dig this chick just because she was unlike any female I had encountered before. Annalise was bougie as hell before I had to teach her uppity ass how to calm down and stop taking things so damn serious. Now that I had her acting right, it was time to make my move because I wasn't about to wait any longer to get in them panties. All that flirting and spoiling me that she had been doing and she still wouldn't give me none. What you in here doing? You like your new man cave? Annalise smiled and strutting and switching that big ass of hers with every step she took bringing all my attention to her. She wasn't as slick as she thought she was because I knew exactly what she was doing. Teasing a nigga and all that shit was about to come to an end. Or at least that's what I thought until my cell went off with a text from that mark ass Todd Manning. You good? I mean, your face all frowned up, Annalise asked. That was my probation officer. I gotta check in with him later on today. You still gotta do that? She questioned, frowning up her face. Annalise wasn't about that life, but she was from Portland too and grew up in the hood. All she needed was a little reminder about what a real nigga was. Shit, after being married to that square-ass dude for the past ten years, I was shocked she had made more of an effort to stay married to him. Get dressed. Let's go to the Northeast to check out some shit. What shit? She questioned, raising her brow. She was funny as fuck. Girl, get dressed and come on. I told her and rushed her out the room so I can get myself together. 
Shit. A nigga had a whole room plus my own bathroom over here and I didn't even live with her. Yeah, I still came on as I pleased, but I knew not to disrespect herself fresh to the relationship she thought we weren't in. I'll be ready in 10, but wait, dress up or down? Definitely down, baby. Put on those Jordans in that fit I bought you yesterday, I suggested, wanting to see what she looked like in it. All Annalise ever wore was dressy shit. Even when we went to the grocery store, this chick would go all out. Put on her jewelry, makeup, and heels every time before stepping out the door. She was always on point, and this time was no fucking different. Damn, fuck, baby, I gasped, taking in all her voluptuous beauty. You rocking the hell out that shit. For real? She giggled. I'm not used to wearing no shit like this, but it's comfortable as hell. I'm gonna have to give me some more of these. Thanks, Dalo. Laughing at how slowly she was opening up, it was turning me on at the same time. Down, boy. Not right now. Repositioning my semi-hard dick, I cleared my head and grabbed Annalise's hand. Let's go. Getting in my ride, I had to bump some new music by Drake. The beat was hot and had me grooving in my seat. She must have been digging it too, because when I peeked over at her, I saw her popping her fingers and bobbing her head. I like this song, she admitted, and then confessed at how behind she was on the latest hip-hop and R&B. It's cool, because I like shit from all eras. It's just that Drake's my nigga. He be putting out bangers like a motherfucker, I spoke, making her giggle. What? The way you talk reminds me of my past, when I used to live here, but that was a long time ago. So much has changed, Annalise said as tears came to her eyes. Pointing to a new building that was on the corner of Fremont and MLK, she explained the day her mother got killed in front of her. The shit was jerking at a nigga's heart, but I held it down and comforted her. See, our worlds ain't really that much different. You done been through some shit too, I told her as I shared a few street stories of my own. Just like her mother and Zakia's mama, my mother was a crackhead too. I hadn't seen her in years and didn't know where she was. All that talk about family had me in my feelings and had me missing my kids. Since that last big argument with Zakia, I hadn't heard from her. Yeah, I had her blocked, but she still could have tried to call me from another number. She didn't, so that showed me that she was trying to go on with her life without me in it. That wasn't supposed to happen. Not as long as she had my shorties. You okay? Annalise asked, bringing me from my days. Yeah, I was thinking about what I wanted to eat. You hungry? I sure am, and since we over here, let's go to the food cart, she screamed, pointing to the west side of MLK. These are the ones you was telling Michaela about? Yeah, I laughed, pulled around the corner and parked by the bank. Annalise tried a little bit of everything, but got it to go. She said she didn't feel right eating in front of a crowd. It is pretty thick up here today. Probably because it's a nice day and no chance of rain. Yeah, I don't miss that shit. She shrugged as we headed back to her house. Soon as she got in the door, Annalise dug into her food and then called Michaela to brag about it. That gave me time to go to my man cave and try to reach out to Zakia about my kids. Just as I closed myself in and sat on the sectional, a Facebook alert went off on my cell. That shit never happened unless I got tagged in something which rarely happened. What the fuck is this? I mumbled, reading the dice and tagged me in a comment under a post that Zakia made with a bunch of pictures. Scrolling through them slowly, I saw that in every pic, her and my kids were dressed to a T. 
cleaner than a motherfucker like they were suddenly rolling in dough. I'm talking about she was showing off clothes, electronics, and her new house with her name on the fucking paperwork. It wasn't no rental either. Okay, I could admit that what I saw had me heated a little bit. Maybe even a little jealous. But when I saw that last photo, it was a whole different game. Is this nigga cutting my son's hair? I snapped down the key up. That bitch answered like she was expecting my call. I guess she should have after that nigga Dyson tagged me like that. Now everybody fucking knew Zakia was being foul. Making me look all kind of bad and I didn't appreciate that shit. It's been a whole month, Daylo. Four fucking weeks and you ain't thought about Deshaun and Daylinda till you got tagged on Facebook. If I knew that's what it took to get your attention, I would have done this shit a long time ago. Hell, I didn't even know you was on Facebook. Shut the fuck with all that rah-rah, bitch, and tell me you didn't let that nigga cut my boy's hair off. He didn't need them braids, Dalo. He wanted the shit cut off. The nerve of that bitch. She was moving real reckless and didn't deserve to be raising my kids, especially now with no other nigga. I didn't give a damn if she was having a baby by his mark ass or not. You so worried about your babies, Dalo? She yelled. You're the one who needs to be worried, bitch, because I got all the evidence that I need on you to take my shorties. Yeah, yeah, yeah. You can take care of them if you did have them. You ain't got a pot to piss in or a window to heave it out of, so shut the fuck up, she clowned with the kids in her background making a bunch of noise. Asking about him once again made the kid talk shit, and since she wasn't answering any of my questions, I hung up on her. After making sure I still had her number blocked, I got up and went to check on Annalise. Lisey? I called out going into the kitchen. Right as I approached her and was about to interrupt her phone call with her homegirl, Michaela, the doorbell rang over and over, followed by a bunch of loud banging. Annalise and I immediately looked at each other and rushed to the front. You expect somebody? She asked and swung the door open just as the car peeled off. Daddy! Deshaun sang out and held one hand upward while he held Daylinda's hand with the other one. These are your kids, Annalise whispered, forcing a smile on her face. Zakia just dropped him off here like that? How did she even know that you were over here? You mean aside from my car being parked out front? I smirked and brought my kids in the house. Deshaun ran straight to the back of his old room and then came back crying asking where his toys and bed were. Fuck. Now I have some fucking explaining to do on a damn appointment to be at in an hour. That bitch, I mumbled under my breath as I took the kids in my man cave and let them play the game. That bought me just enough time to go talk to Annalise before I got back as a kid for the foul move she had made. Pulling myself together, I stepped in the kitchen and caught her gossiping about what happened to Michaela. Instead of getting off the phone, she told her homegirl to hold on and set her cell on the counter. What's really going on? The way Annalise came at me put me on the defensive side and I started to cuss her out too. The only thing that stopped me was my kids was in the other room and I needed her to watch them. Was I pushing it? Maybe I was, but a nigga had to see how down this chick was, and this test definitely was going to show me. I don't, I don't, I don't, I don't, I don't, I don't get it. This book's written by two ladies, so I don't understand why this is the second time that a man has changed the way that a woman in this book acts. With uh, Zakia. You know, she stopped wearing the wigs and started wearing twists and all that kind of stuff. And that was all because of Gavin. And now, you know, Annalise is, 
um, getting more in touch with her, her roots, you know, with where she grew up at and is becoming more relaxed and wearing Jordans instead of wearing dresses and all that kind of stuff because that's what Daylo wants her to do. It's always going to piss me off. I'm sorry, y'all, if you, you know, you, you got to know that. It's going to piss me off. It's going to piss me off. Also, they skipped ahead a month and that nigga still ain't smashed, which means Michaela's uh, probably still cheating on Joe. You didn't think I was going to go there, huh? Nigga ain't forgot. So, 916-633-1537, um, that's the voicemail number. Uh, Ratchet and Ratchet at gmail.com, that's the email address. Um, Ratchet Book Club is the name on Twitter, and you can go to our Patreon at patreon.com uh, backslash single simulcast to go ahead and sign up over there, where you can get the early access to each of these chapters. In addition to all the other stuff that I'm going to be putting on there and have put on there. There's a gang of shit on there already, but I'm also going to be putting some stories on there that I'm doing that aren't Ratchet Book Club stuff. It's just going to be stories that I make up because I'm good at that shit. You'll see. Anyhow, thank y'all so much for listening. I greatly appreciate it. Y'all be good. I'll holler at you later. Peace. and outro to Ratchet Book Club is by That Kid Garan and it's called Goodbyes. You can email him at tkgbeats94 at gmail.com for more information on how to lease this beat. This is Single Simulcast. Don't know by now that you slipped.